So you've been wanting to research companies, uh, but you don't necessarily have the time to do it yourself, or you don't know how to do it yourself. Um, in this series of videos, I'm going to be going step by step through my entire process from beginning to end on how I find companies, what I look for when I do my initial research on the companies. If they pass my initial research, how do I value and evaluate them after reading their financial statement? I will go step by step, including valuations when we get to that point in how to evaluate companies. My name is Jason Rivera and welcome to Value Investing Journey Case Studies. Hey, Jason here. In this video, we are going to continue going over the three Filipino um, stocks and companies that I've added to my watch list after doing the preliminary analysis on 44 of them in, uh, in the prior case study kind of series. If you want to see those past videos, they will be linked below. But for now, let's get right into this case study. Philippine Stock Exchange Inc. PSKXF. First thing you may notice here is the ADR ends in F instead of Y. What I normally look at, I normally look at Y ending ADRs. Why? Actually, let me let me back up. If you didn't notice that, there is a difference that you need to know about, an important difference that you need to know about. ADRs typically end in either Y or F. I've always seen an ADR end in five letters, Y or F. F stands for foreign. I don't know what Y stands for. The important difference is, is that if you buy the F ending ADR, like we have here, depending on your brokerage, you may have to pay a much higher fee. My current brokerage that I've been thinking about getting away from for a long time, and if this company ends up being one I buy, I will switch a brokerage because my brokerage charges a $75 per transaction fee to buy F-ending ADRs. Essentially, you're buying, when you buy an F-ending ADR, you're buying the foreign listed stock. This stock right here is listed on the Filipino Stock Exchange. So you're buying these shares in this company on the Filipino Stock Exchange. ADRs that end in Y, you're buying on the United States OTC market stock exchange typically. And typically for the Y ending ADRs, it's just the normal 795, 695, whatever your brokerage charges you fee. That, that's the main difference. Um, again, I want to make you aware of that because $75 per transaction fee is absolutely insane for literally doing the same amount of work there's to my knowledge there's nothing else different that the that the brokerage does between f adrs and ydas y adrs they just can't they just do in some cases and check with your brokerage uh, charge a lot more for these so be cognizant of that second thing to be noticing is once we get to this oops, i didn't write it here so i Okay, this is ultra important because especially when you deal with some of these Southeast Asian countries or South American countries or countries that don't have a favorable exchange rate with the United States. 
or at least a par exchange rate with the United States. Having these numbers, having you know what these numbers are below, again, I make it cognizant or I make it aware here, that's in dollars. Everything else, once you get down here, is in pesos. I think it's 1 to 55 or 1 to 50 right now for pesos to for US dollars to pesos. One US dollar gets you 50 Filipino pesos. I'm pretty sure what the exchange rate is now. So this can make a massive, gigantic difference if you don't have these numbers down correct. Again, wanted to make you aware of that. And again, down here, 61.1 million US dollars is their net asset value. So, all right, let's get back to what we were talking about in the other videos. If you watched our other videos, I've added three after um, going through the whole Filipino ADR list of 44 companies, I added three to my watch list. We already talked about San Miguel Corp in a past video. Today, we're going over the Philippine Stock Exchange, and this is the entire stock exchange, just like that you can buy the, um, well, I don't know if you can buy the NASDAQ or New York Stock Exchange or anything like that. I would assume you could, um, but I've never researched those companies, so. This is the entire stock exchange. This is what's called a platform business. As a platform business model, they provide the platform and people exchange knowledge, value, whatever, in this case, um, stocks and assets and asset valuation on the exchange. Uh, Facebook is another platform um, type of business. Um, uh, what else? Airbnb is a platform business. Uber is a platform business. Um, these business, these kinds of business models are very asset light, very cost light, typically, and well, not necessarily in the case of Uber, but especially in the case of Airbnb and um, this kind of company, the Philippine Stock Exchange. Typically, costs are lower, which means margins are sometimes gigantic, which you will see in this case here once we get to this. So. I didn't talk about this company at all yet, so I'm going to go through the entire preliminary analysis here. So, $367 million market cap, perfect size for the type of company I look at. Dividend, again, don't care too much about that in most cases, although it's nice. This is where it starts to get exciting. Operating margins, I told you to expect for these kind of platform type businesses. Gigantic, gigantic margins. These are some of the biggest margins that are received, frankly. 61.1% operating margin over that. It averages over the last five years. That's just insane. Share count has stayed the same, so which means they haven't diluted people. They don't list their book value per share, and I didn't feel like calculating it for this preliminary analysis for uh, the past 10 years. Um, ROIC. Uh, actually, let's go back up here. I look for anything above 10% on a consistent basis, so this is an enormous number. Also an enormous number. Look for anything over 10% here as well on a consistent basis. 28% on average. ROE, pretty similar to their pretty similar to their ROIC numbers, which means they have little to no debt. As of right now, um, I don't think they have any debt, if I remember correctly. This is odd to me. And if and when I ever research this company fully, I will need to figure out what happened here because it, the five-year average free cash flow to sales is a to-be-expected 44.1% in this business because there's not many costs. 
in the trailing 12-month period is only 1.7%. So I'm not really sure why, because again, I haven't researched this company on a full basis yet, but that is very, very odd to me. Um, doesn't list as cash conversion cycle, which isn't important here because it's, again, a platform business. They don't have hard assets. Uh, they're not a retail company. They're not turning inventory, anything like, like that. So that's not important. So everything is spectacular pretty much up to here. Then we get down to here, the valuation. Massively overvalued here, slightly undervalued here. When it comes to this kind of situation, I err on the side of caution. Um, again, margin of safety. Sorry, I'm a little bit OCD when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay, so I err on the side of caution when it comes to this kind of stuff. If one is says it's overvalued, one says it's slightly undervalued, I'm gonna assume it's kind of somewhere in the middle. So what, seven and 23, I'm gonna assume it's around 15, kind of on a average basis is what I'm going to assume. So in my opinion right now, this company is probably likely to be overvalued, which means I'm not going to evaluate the company in full right now. Normally I would, if I saw these massive gigantic margins, I would look at this company right now. I Again, I, I don't think I've ever seen OM that consistently great ever out of thousands of company research but I still need a margin of safety I don't care if the margins are fantastic I don't care if it has the best business model in the world which this is pretty close to the best business model in the world I don't care what the situation is if there's not some kind of undervaluation or at least fair valuation I'm not gonna buy the company uh, this 15 to me isn't even fair value. I would probably say 10 to 12 is probably fair value. I look for anything under eight with these numbers. So its net asset value is $61.1 million. That's what's left over after subtracting all liabilities. This company has something like 3.4 billion Filipino pesos worth of assets and only like 400, uh, three, uh, 400 million Filipino pesos in total liabilities. So there's like an excess of 3 billion Filipino pesos, something like that, which equates to $61.1 million in net asset value. Now, again, and, and price to book typically doesn't matter, but in this case, it sort of does because it's pretty good. It's a decent proxy of what the company may be worth. Again, on asset value, a lot of the asset value doesn't come or it doesn't matter too much in um, in these platform businesses, frankly. But again, it's still uh, it's a balance sheet strength thing, and it, it hints that the company is probably overvalued at this point. It's just another hint that the company is overvalued. Another thing to be cognizant of at this point is that I forgot to talk about that I meant to. These F-ending ADRs, because they're listed on foreign stock exchanges, typically trade lower. Average volume is uh, thirty, only just under thirty-five hundred shares a day. I haven't. I've been watching this company for about a month now. I haven't seen it trade at all. So um, this kind of stuff doesn't bother me. 
I know it bothers a lot of people. Low trading volume, they want to be able to trade it, uh, buy and sell whenever they want. I don't care about this kind of stuff. As long as, long as I can buy, buy the um, stock in a reasonable amount of time or sell the stock in a reasonable amount of time, or let me, let me rephrase that. As long as I can buy the stock in a reasonable amount of time um, and I'm comfortable with owning the stock, then I don't care when I can sell it because typically unless I make some kind of mistake or find something better, I don't sell pretty much ever. So liquidity doesn't really bother me whatsoever. Um, but that's pretty much it. I mean, this one's pretty much straightforward. It's fantastic looking company. Um, margins are insane. Um, I didn't see any major red flags on my preliminary analysis other than the um, the weird free cash flow to sales margin in the trailing 12 month period. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a very clean company, very uh, fantastic business model. But again, this is kind of the big, it's over 25% every year except for in the trailing 12 month period when it's 1.73%. So something's going on. Um, and again, I won't figure that out until I go through the company. But again, very clean company. Um, lots of cash compared to its balance sheet uh, strength, which is actually has more cash than it does total liabilities, which I didn't realize earlier when I was looking at it. I was just focused on the short term and the uh, was it long term debt at that point. But again, very clean company. No major flags uh, other than the free cash flow to sales thing and the uh, valuation at this point. Uh, but this is definitely very high on my watch list. And I will let you know if and when valuations come down and I fully analyze this company. Um, because this is a very promising company to potentially own at some point. Especially, and if you know, if you watch my stuff too much, um, you know I don't really count on macro stuff whatsoever. But in this case, I think it has some relevance because, in my opinion, the Philippines is going to become a, a massive economy in in the coming 20, 30 years or so. Um, they're building a ton of infrastructure. They're uh, bringing more of their people online. Their uh, people are highly educated. They speak English. Uh, they're very loyal people, very hardworking people. Uh, and I think the Filipino economy is going to be just crushing in the next 20 30 years or so if they can keep their political situation under control um so i think again this is going to be a good company potentially to hold for a long time um, i hope you enjoyed the video again if you want to watch the previous videos there should be a link below this um, if you want to subscribe make sure to subscribe if you're watching on youtube so you get notifications anytime we release another case study video. We do these every week um, as training purposes and to potentially hopefully find a great, uh, the next great investment. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know what your thoughts on this company are in the comments below. And I will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Bye.